Well, Rob Fay in for Jeff MacArthur today. Hope you have a good one wherever you are. Hopefully you're not stuck in traffic somewhere. <laughs> Everywhere I've gone this week, it seems like I find traffic. You ever have one of those weeks where no matter where you go, you're like, ah, this time I'm going to go to the left. And sure enough, the traffic's waiting for you. It's, uh, it's one of those things. So I hope you're getting there quickly and you have it a great afternoon. You know, one thing that I will say as the parent of two teenagers is there have been times this year where I just haven't had an answer. And that's okay. I think as parents, especially as fathers, at times we want to fix. We want to get our hands in there and make sure that we can fix the problem so that everything can get back to normal, quote unquote. But life has changed over the last couple of years, hasn't it? And it is always nice when you can lean on people that maybe have a little more expertise or even just a differing opinion on things like this when it comes to our kids. So I'd like to welcome Leanne Nicole, who's president and CEO of Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Toronto. Leanne, good afternoon. How are you today? Good afternoon. I just wanted to say that I think you do God's work. I really appreciate the fact that there are organizations out there right now that have not wavered. I mean, the world has changed in so many different ways, but just the uh, the mentoring relationship that you guys have with young boys and young girls and the fact that they have a place that they can trust and go to and rely on, that's a big deal. Can you walk me through what is uh, maybe some of the differences that you've seen in kids over the last couple of years with the world shifting the way that it has? Well, you know, Rob, it has been a big challenge. COVID has not been easy on our families, our bigs, and especially our littles. It also hasn't been easy on our agency because the demand has gone up significantly as children have been isolated and they've experienced enormous adversities over the course of the last couple of years, you mentioned your own children not having the answers. Imagine children who have had adverse childhood experiences before the pandemic, and then we layer on what was the last two years to these children and families. So at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Toronto, we have really mobilized to be part of the recovery for our city and for these children, because they're just embarking on this healing journey. And they need positive, consistent, caring adults in order to support them, in order for them to reach their full potential. You said something the other day that I just thought was wonderful because it is no longer, speaking of mentorship, when it comes to big brothers and big sisters, it's no longer a, quote, nice to have. But it's a critical intervention at this point. I love the fact that there's a, a real call to action at this stage because we're so busy trying to get our own stuff back onto the conveyor belt that sometimes we realize that there's a lot of kids out there that could really use this. And it, it's no longer, as you mentioned, a nice to have. It's time to get in there, roll up the sleeves and make a difference. Well, at Big Brothers Big Sisters, we believe it's every child's right to have positive, consistent, caring adults in their corner. And in fact, they have no opportunity to thrive without our intervention or without adults being part and helping them guide them, you know, give them a little nudge from behind when they need a push, defend them from in front when they need defending. But most of all, walk alongside them on this journey and make sure that they have safe passage through childhood. You know, no one got to success by themselves. You didn't, I didn't, you know, it, it's impossible. And yet the expectations on these children to thrive without adults is just an impossible feat. So our big brothers, big sisters really do step up. They invest their energy, emotion, and time into these kids. 
And it's what they need, to be honest with you. It, it, it's what these kids need right now. They're floundering. And, and supporting the parent guardian also is such a big part of the work that we do in order to make sure that they are supported in, in this journey, making sure their children thrive. So um, we're, we're, we're growing. We're, we're positioned to scale now. We took the time through COVID to to make sure that we were solid in what was to come and we're ready. And so we're currently recruiting big brothers, big sisters, as well as, you know, families out there who, who think this would be an ideal support for them and their children. Please make sure that uh, you reach out to big brothers, big sisters of Toronto. We're ready to receive your children and we're ready to receive big brothers and big sisters. Leanne Nicole, President and CEO of Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Toronto. You know, you bring up good point. Sometimes there is a stigma that you assume that this is a, a child in duress. But the reality is, is there's a lot of families out there, quote unquote, everyday families that still can use your programs and take advantage of your support. I am one of those children. I remember receiving my first clothing donation and how important that was because I think right now with the inflation of the world and just, you know, I, I keep going back to the fact that we're coming out of a pandemic, but just life in general and the fact that there is an organization out there that in addition to finding somebody that can help you with your child and, and just mentor them, that there is also secondary programs that you have that really can change the trajectory of a family. A hundred percent. And our bigs really see, they have a unique window into the, into what's going on with the family and with the child. And through the support of our social workers and our, our case workers, alongside the big, we ensure, and the parent guardian, we ensure that these children are well surrounded. It's, a, it's really important to put the child at the center and put them, you know, at the, they're at the center of everything we do. But we know when a child has a strong parent guardian, as well as a big brother, big sister, and our agency caseworker, that child will not fall. It's just impossible. So, so we're, we need more, more kids. There's about 42,000 kids in Toronto right now who would qualify for a big brother, big sister. So we're, we're out supporting and, and, and raising funds in order to get more of these kids in the program and match with the big brother, big sister that they need. So I'm listening. I hear you. I understand what you're saying, and I want to get involved. How can I do it? So go to bigbrothersbigsisters.ca slash Toronto. Sign up, and, and, you know, all it takes is for you to be able to express care, support a child if you want to be a big brother, big sister. Explore it. We do a big 101, we call it, before you sign up. So if you're interested in learning more, visit us on the website. Love it. Leanne, thank you for your time today, and I hope you get some great feedback from this conversation. I very much appreciate your time, too, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. She is Leanne Nicole, president and CEO of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Um, one thing that I can say is there's a lot of people out there that won't ask for help. They just won't do it. It's not a part of their psyche. Maybe it's not a part of the culture. Maybe it's one of those things that they're, quote, unquote, ashamed of. I can tell you from direct experience this in particular is a program that you want to at least explore, learn about them, figure out what they're trying to do in your community, because it's amazing what even just a couple of hours a week can do for your child. And again, this isn't just the impoverished. This is, I, I hate using the word regular, but I mean, there's a lot of people that maybe don't fit that profile that we're used to seeing. The world has changed. And now there's an opportunity out there 
for families that maybe didn't think they'd find themselves in the position that they woke up this morning in and all of a sudden could use a little bit of assistance, guidance, mentoring. And even if that's not how you grew up, I mean, I used to have a grandfather that told me, finish everything on your plate. (laughs) Um, You know, that was the old psyche. If it's on your plate, you got to eat it. But I just, uh, I don't know, the world's changed and I think the philosophies are changing. Mary, I know you've been listening and I sit back and I say, here's a lady that is volunteered. She's coached. She's done everything with special needs children. Mary, this is a great time to maybe explore some new options, no? Well, exactly, Rob. When Leanne said that there was, you know, families out there who just need what I like to call uh, another parent. Uh, and that's something that kids could really do with. And that's what coaches can do as well. You know, being a big uh, brother, being a big sister, as Leanne Nicole mentioned, is so important. And just to have another person to connect with. I know teachers do that and they play such an important role. Teachers, mentors, coaches. And I know the kids that, that I coach as a ski coach who have special needs. Um, some of them have trouble walking. Some of them have trouble talking. And, and there's a lot of people out there who can volunteer their time and and maybe you you have kids maybe you don't have kids and this is a great opportunity to be that that third parent to be that mentor to be that coach to be that other influence and and also feel like you're part of a bigger family it's amazing and family is a key word on that one i'm rob faith filling in for jeff MacArthur today Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.